2: Kyle Petty in a few minutes. He's got a new book called Swerve or Die. And, uh, it, dude, it's, it's you know, and I always consider myself to be a bit of uh, stuff I'm interested in, getting into the history of it, digging in a little. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, there's so much I didn't know about that four generations of racing with the Petty's, with Lee Petty to Richard Petty to Kyle Petty to his son, Adam. And uh, it, it the just the background of it and how it started. And, and, you know, we think of the Petty family, we just think bazillionaires. Right. Champions. Dude, dude, when he was a kid, dude, they that was barely holding on. That was $3,000 wins, you know, his father, Richard, right. you know, Richard, and and then his grandfather, Lee, who was back in the, you know, those just bootlegger booze days, rum runners, man. Lee sounds like a whole thing in himself. Dude, <laughs> there's a story in there about uh, Kyle Petty's father, Richard Petty, the great, the king. The king got his first cup series race, uh, first win. His dad walked up and said, no, you goddamn didn't, and uh, filed a complaint. (laughs) That alone. And took the win away from his own son in front of God and everybody. His wife at the time wouldn't even talk to him. This is Lee Petty. And what had happened was when they had all gone to pit, he had lapped his son not once but twice. And he called it. He filed the formal. He took the check, Mm -hmm. took the win, took the trophy, and drove his ass on home. (laughs) And it was a real, it wasn't like a little side deal. No. Like like, like a little local racetrack. It was a real race. And and it was his son's first one. And he's mm. like, that's not how you learn to win. Now, why that is true, Yeah. and you want to be, you want to make someone hard. Yeah. God damn. That's in a world hard. of participation trophies, <laughs> you know, and making sure your kid feels good about everything. Uh-uh. You literally waited until he was an adult, had 50, 60 races, got his first one, <laughs> snatched it right out. And you did it in front of people. <laughs> Like, that teachable moment was an ass whip. You know what? And he went on to become the king. Yeah. It's it's a great story, man. I I want to get Kyle on right away, man. It's uh hold on here, let me... Hey, I'm going to skip the intro intro uh, to Jake just this time. Sorry, Greg. I just I don't want to lose any time with Kyle. Uh, hey Kyle, welcome back, man. How are you?
3: Great man, great! Thank you guys for having me again. I appreciate it.
2: Hey brother, it's. I gotta tell you, I, I was just telling. I thought this. I, I was pretty up on most history of things I enjoy. Uh, there's so many great stories in this book I have never heard before. Things I never knew that I was like, God dang! It's a great book. Thank you
3: very much, man. I you know it's it, listen. The, the The funny part is, or the sad, I don't know if it's the funny or the sad part is, I lived all that. That that is, that is the thing. <laughs> I, you know, Dale Junior. and I, we were talking. And he's like, "Man, you really are some walking history." When when you start talking, it. and and it is my dad's walking history. Uh, sure, but I kind of fill in some of the blanks there.
2: Yeah, but I mean, you that generational from Lee to your dad Richard, of course, to you Kyle, and, and your son Adam, and 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 you go, you go, wow, that four generations, and there's so many wonderful stories, hard stories. I had no idea, and and it starts. The book starts, of course, you're very, very young and and everything that you're into from breaking bones, riding motorcycles to, you know, riding in the dark and getting clipped by a telephone wire. You know, I mean, to to the fact that, well, I mean, let's start real young. You were just a baby. The day your mother, who is by all accounts, a very tough lady, she comes out of the delivery room with a black eye.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. And listen. And that's not family story, a family legend. We've got pictures of it. Supposedly, she had a, uh, it was a, a a female doctor in in the delivery room with her, um, and she was screaming. And the doctor told her she was going to have to quieten down a little bit. And uh, you know, this is 1960, and um, finally the doctor just gets tired of it and just punches her in the face and knocks her out, and um, <laughs> then she delivers the baby, and, and and that's it. So she comes out, she comes out with a black eye. She comes out with a black eye and. Comes home with a baby, and that's uh, that's. I guess that's how they delivered babies in 1960. I, I don't know.
2: Oh, it's Damn. just, but but it's so real. The fact that you know when you're when you're uh, when your father, what was his first big cup race? He's in the he's in the winner's circle. and his father Lee, your grandfather walked up and said, "No, you did not win this race." And it was his yeah. first big win.
3: Yeah. That's that was about money. That, that was about money. My, you know, and, and you, you read the story. It's, the company itself made more money if my grandfather won the race that day than if my father did. And in actuality, my grandfather did win the race. And, and, and my grandfather was that way. He, he was always and, and he said it. You know, I, I want him to win a race, but I don't want to give it to him. Uh, and my grandfather used to tell us all the time, nobody's going to give you anything in life. And if they do give you something, it's just because they didn't want it and it's not worth anything in the first place. That's right. Um, So That's always the way he kind of looked at it. And, and we grew up with that mantra, I guess. And, and it shows that that was, that was his words put into action. He was not going to give Richard Petty a race.
2: And, and, the the thing that struck me many things was a it clearly works look at look at the rest look at the lineage look at look at your ability look at the the greatness that comes out of the petty family and the other thing is in this world of participation trophy children that they all got to feel good at the end of their competition dude when your dad and you're an adult literally goes no and he was right he had lapped him when he was in the pit and took yeah. it and 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 even though of course he loved your father but yeah. he, he knew for sure you gotta learn you gotta know and you gotta take it yourself. It's gonna this is gonna come back to you even if this is a hard moment. And I'm sure for yeah, your he, your grandpa, like he, he didn't want his wife, your grandma, to be super mad at him all the way home.
3: No, no, listen, he he didn't, but she was. For a long, <laughs> long
4: time. Oh, no,
3: you you have to know my grandma too. I'll tell you a, a, a quick story here. He. Um, he used to like the they. There's chicken fighting and as and, and, and gamecocks are are big in North Carolina, South sure. Carolina. My granddad, my granddad used to go and he'd gamble on them. So he got they got there was a raid and he get they got busted in Roanoke, Virginia, back in the early 50s. Um, and he called my grandma on the phone and he told her he said Elizabeth, I need you to come to Roanoke, which was about 80, 90 miles. He said I need you to come to Roanoke and bring bring a hundred dollars. Um, and and or I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to spend three or four days up here in jail. Uh, and she said, "Well, I'll see you in three or four days. Um, and that was the end of the conversation. She hung up the phone and, and he <laughs> called back and she would not answer the phone. She was not gonna spend a hundred dollars to get him out. the point is, everything my granddad did, uh, and everything my grandma did because they came through the depression was to make a buck. It was all about getting ahead and putting food on the table. and that that is that that's the big deal. They knew it was, the times could be hard. And they had lived through them and they did. They didn't want, they wanted you to have that work ethic uh, to always be willing to work for something.
2: Kyle, if you're just joining the show, the great Kyle Petty's with us. And to your grandma, you know, you talk about uh, May 9th, 1970, Darlington. Uh, it was your dad. He, he, uh, a terrible wreck. Terrible. They used to run a wide world of sports. Uh, yeah. he, he had hit, he'd hit a wall. And then when he came back, they didn't know if it was a ball joint or what it was, but the car, he just lost it. And it just, what, five or six hard full speed flips.
3: Yeah. Tore the wall down on the front stretch. Uh, he'd already wrecked once that week in, in another car. So that was a backup car and, uh, just rolled it down the front stretch. And at that time they didn't have the, the window nets and he, he slung out the side. So every time the car would, would rotate and do a pirouette, um, he would be hanging out of the car. Uh, and, and when it finally stopped, he was half in and half out. And, uh, I mean, it's, it, it was, it's a scary crash when you Google it or watch That's it on terrible. YouTube, it's a scary looking crash. Um, but my grandma, uh, she, she looked at it, uh, not a mechanic, just been around racing her whole life and not a mechanic. And she looked at it and she thought, well, that's never going to happen again. And she took one of, uh, one of their old race uniforms and cut it up and made a window net. And the next week when he showed up at the racetrack, she had a net on the window to keep him in the car. If that happened again, because that was her little boy. Uh, and it wasn't, but about a month after that NAS- NASCAR mandated window nets for all race cars to keep the drivers inside the cars. And, uh, it's just my grandmother sitting at home watching her on TV came up with the idea. Uh, and that window net is in the hall of fame. My granddad's in the hall of fame. My dad's in the hall of fame. My uncle Maurice is in the hall of fame. And my grandmother's window net is in the hall of fame here in Charlotte uh, at the NASCAR hall of fame.
2: Listen, Kyle, I know we have short time. I'm only to page 55. I read the book cover to cover last night because I loved it so much. We got to get some more time because there's so many incredible stories. and, and, uh, I, I, I don't want to give anything away, but the, I was reading the story about your son and just uh, his resting place. I mean, it, it I was tore up last night reading that. I mean, like tears in your eyes tore up. Uh, yeah. I, I, I'd love to get you back on and really go through this because I think what an amazing family. What a great story for people to hear. Uh, it really is a, a great, great story.
3: Yeah, I, listen, I, I really appreciate it. And I'll set something up, and I'll call you back. And, hey, listen, listen. We can make a mini series out of this. We'll just do it once. We'll do it five minutes a day until we get through the book. If you want to, <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and, I would and, love and I to. Say, yeah, and and I say this because I, I'm honestly, Kansas City uh, has is part of our life with with Sprint. That was uh, that's who that's who Adam's sponsor was. We spent a lot of time there. He spent a lot of time there, um, and it's just a special place uh, to go back to, always to come back to because there's so many memories of me with him and. And him with me, and him doing stuff out there. So, uh, thank you guys for having us, man. I, I just appreciate you helping me helping me sell this book because I mean, it, it came from the heart. Uh, some of it was tough. It was tough writing about Adam. It was tough reading reading it out loud and doing the audio book. I will tell you that. But um, it's just. It's just life, sometimes, man. You just keep going. You just swerve or die. That's, that's the way it. it is. You just keep going.
2: That's that, listen. We would we're definitely back on it. So good to hear your voice. Congratulations on the book. It's a it's a beautiful story. And uh listen, I'll let you go. You have a great day, my friend. I'll talk to you very soon. Thank you, guys. Take care, Thank man. You, Thank you, okay, I, I know we only had a little time. Oh.
4: No, that's great. The, circle back around. He's hilarious.
2: The book is so good. It's so good, dude. Like yeah. and I
1: luckily i was able to get to him at the beginning and get i got some information we'll get him if i don't get him tomorrow i'll get him right when we get back because it is yeah.
2: It's, it's yeah do your job Do your yeah. job. but i mean there, there were such pragmatic focused human beings and it's such a dangerous world that was changing so very fast the cars were changing you know they you know right in the middle they were changing you know wheelbases and they went to the small cars and the 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 engines were getting bigger and the speeds were getting faster and the rules were just happening and everything from the first time he he uh, decided to cheat when he would cut his own <laughs> car and came on, it was his uh-huh. own man in his early 20s, and they uh, they cut 350 pounds out of their 375, I think maybe out of the car. And just the way they did it, and then he realized they didn't think it all the way through. If you're top five, you're gonna end up going back to inspection. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he, he's looking at the guy, and the car's gotta weigh, I think 3350 or something. And uh, or it's, 3750, or 37, it was gonna end up running 3350. And it's all kinds of oopsie doodles. And, 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 and well, <laughs> and, and he just had to, had to go, uh, 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 let me tell you something right now before because he knew if it happened in front of the whole garage, mm-hmm. it was gonna be a much different experience. And uh, and we'll talk about that too. Because what he did, he just goes, it's gonna come up three hundred fifty short. And the guy just keeps going, he goes, uh, I'm telling we're, we're gonna come up. I'm so, I apologize, but we're going to come up three. And he, and he stopped waiting, goes, let me talk to you in the office took him into the office, and, and he goes, I appreciate you not creating that situation outside. Now, let's talk about what you did. And what they had done was they obviously knew 6,000 horsepower uh-huh. car uh, or whatever it is, whatever the horse was at the time, 600, whatever it is. Uh, if you have to propel a 3,700-pound car, it's going to go this speed. And if you're doing a 3,300-pound 3, car, it's going to go faster. Yeah. It's just that easy. So they would put lead in... They had a 45-pound helmet they created. They had goggle boxes that were just filled with lead. They had gloves and this other stuff. Oh, my God. And so when you'd go through inspection, your stuff would be in your car. Mm -hmm. It would weigh. And then when it would come out of inspection, that stuff would get thrown into a a mechanics box. And off you would go for your race. Genius. But they worked that hard on it. And they didn't think, oh, they're going to look at us again after Uh the race. (laughs) By the way, the guy goes, all right, I'm going to be so hard on you from this day forward. You still have the win. And he walked him through it. But this is a different day. This mm-hmm. is a long time ago. But he goes, you were straight. You didn't cause trouble. And you realized what you'd done. Okay, but I promise you, I'm going to be so far up your ass from this point. And he, nothing ever was said again. He got it. Like... That guy. It's pretty amazing. It yeah. You know, this, I have to say for somebody that doesn't know anything about NASCAR, I think I could read the book and be lost in it. Like it, it, there's so much. It's about family and trying and being scared and coming through it anyway mm-hmm. and being expected. And, and what is love and what is, what is teaching a kid what, and it doesn't come across as anything other than you're just absorbed in the book. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. telling you, I read it cover to cover because I in I, and, and no way wanted to put the thing down. It uh, is a really good book called Swerve or Die by Kyle Petty. We'll get him back on again. Stay right there, guys.
0: Why?
1: Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash
0: Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.
4: We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited.